0: I would like to extend a heartfelt thank you to Sean Peter, who uh, was kind enough to back us on Patreon. If you would like to uh, be like Sean and support the network, you can go to patreon.com duckfeedtv duckfeed TV in order to uh, kick us a couple of bucks a month and get some rewards. So once again, that is patreon.com Patreon.com/DuckFeedTV. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence.
1: My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to a bonfireside chat appendix. It is a very loving homage to the appendix. <laughs> to, to the to the concept of appendices. Yes, to they the, call it. To the most favorite organ in your body. Yeah. They call you vestigial, but
0: I have faith in you, little buddy.
1: Yeah. Don't everything's vestigial, me. technically. Yeah. Like, who
0: even needs <laughs> no, love? Yeah, nothing is permanent. If I'm going to die, why should God get to exist?
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Would you, can I send you to richarddawkins.com and have you uh, learn a little bit about a little something we like to call rationalism? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, So, yeah, so we, we are uh, talking about your responses to 3D.GameHeroes, mm-hmm. um, as well as some deleted scenes. Every, and, uh, yeah, thanks for responding, guys. Yeah,
0: everybody's favorite domain name.
1: Yes, exactly, 3D.GameHeroes. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and get us started here with just a couple quick ones here, mm-hmm. uh, just because one of them is Jer- Jeremy Greer saying swords, big-ass damn swords. <laughs> Lots of Zs in there. And, uh, Lots
0: of Zs or just enough?
1: Just enough. Okay. Yeah. Well, a lot. I, I. I. A lot is enough.
0: Yeah. Lots spelled with a Z. Yeah.
1: Yes. Um, big lots um, of Zs. Yeah, so uh, agreed, Jeremy. <laughs> there are a lot of big-ass swords in the game. Um, continuing on to Alex, who says via contact. 3D Dot Game Heroes is a fun game from an alternate universe where the Zelda franchise never got a sequel after the first game. It makes me realize how sad I am that Nintendo abandoned the original style almost completely and how oddly similar Zelda is to Dark Souls. You start in a world without knowledge and almost no way to defend yourself. The only way to survive is to explore and experiment. Of course, 3D Dot is more friendly, borrowing much more from the original Dragon Quest, which is a lot more linear. Overall, I'm just very happy this game exists. Nice. I'm kind of surprised we didn't spend more time in the episode complaining about modern Zelda games. <laughs>
0: you know, I I,
1: I, I mean, we do that a lot across the network, and I yeah. do it a lot in my spare time too. <laughs> yeah. um, it's on three corners. who <laughs> so will listen. Yeah, I essentially like that. That's you know, that's a that's a stump that I'm that I've got my name engraved on the side of, uh they know my name down at that stump, yep. <laughs> but uh, it was, it was definitely relevant here because uh-huh. as much as we were kind of searching for ways to tie this in the souls games, like mm-hmm. this reflects on modern Zelda hella a lot.
0: Yeah. In a very, in a, in a very poor way. You know what? I think that maybe I'm just more positive on the series after link between worlds. Honestly, yeah. like I, I'm, I, you know,
1: it gives, I'm, it gives me hope. Yeah. It doesn't make skyward sword better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me want to play, Twilight Princess, you know, yeah. Twilight Princess or even like Phantom Tracks or whatever yeah. the but it, it does make me feel like the series could be good yeah. again.
0: It, you know, it's just one of those things where like <laughs> something incredibly positive doesn't set off my criticism of something else. Like it doesn't it doesn't stand in contrast. If this did something shitty in a way that modern Zeldas do, then I would then I would use that as a through line. I was just enjoying being positive about something.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's something that like on paper I like. Yeah. A lot, you know, like Zelda is one of those things where it's like a series I like, but I like half the half than or less than half the entries in That's it. It's the
0: Mega Man problem.
1: Oh, it's a, it's, well, more than that, somebody um, I was talking or I saw a thing where they're talking about uh, awesome, game done, awesome games done quick. <laughs> Slow down, Gary, and put your words in order. Um, talking about awesome games done quick. And they said uh, Metroid isn't a good series. It's a bad series with one really amazing game.
0: That's probably true.
1: I think that's true well, yep. like in in retrospect and and a couple of decent games mm-hmm. and a lot of games I don't care for like and the uh zelda is is a hair better than that, I think mm-hmm. like it it has more you know more really great games in it, but just the volume is not super favorable, yeah. and even the ones that aren't bad, like even like Oracle of ages and stuff, those are good games, but they're not outstanding right like they get you know they get decent, mm-hmm. you know like that's a good game, it's like a B game, yeah. you know, but it's not incredible, right. You know, it's not
0: life-changing in a way that A Link Between Worlds or A Link's Awakening is.
1: Yes. Yeah. Or even the way, like, Zelda 1 right. was, you know, and, and life-changing. And even, like, in, and me being part of a minority that really likes Zelda 2. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, I like Zelda 2 more than I like Oracle of Ages. Not necessarily to play, but in concept. Right. You know? Um, like, I respect it more.
0: Uh, we have Chase Greenley on the Facebook page writing in saying, 3 Heroes is a game that I should love more. Uh, But slips off me like rain off a wing. I'm going to put in a flute noise there because that's (laughs) poetic. Uh, (laughs) The visuals are lovely. The gameplay is tight and the puzzles are great for the aha moment. That said, the sum of the parts is lacking. The story is no great shakes, at least as far as I've gotten into it. Certainly not enough to hold my attention for terribly long. The block built slash tilt shift graphics, while never boring, do tend to fade into the game itself after a while. Uh, my biggest complaint, though, is the overworld. I feel like it takes too long to get from one place to another, and travel isn't fun to redo if you lose progress. I didn't get this. Uh, I didn't get too far into the game uh, this time. Playing the desert temple boss killed me a few times, and I lost my will to keep playing. But I have made it further in years past. I love this game and what it, for what it tries to do. But I am sure someday I'll give it another try, uh, another or th- another hopefully more complete chance. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, there, there there are a couple things in there. Like the the fast travel does um, alleviate that. I would say, like yeah. especially when you get into those those sections of the overworld that are an extension
1: of the dungeon, it does get a little bit of a, a little bit sloggy. Um,
0: yeah.
1: The overworld in general is smaller than I thought it was right. initially. Like it takes less time to walk from one end to the other mm-hmm. um, than I initially thought, and I could see being early in the game and feeling like it's bigger. Mm-hmm. Than it is but it has a little bit of that souls like knowledge comp- compresses space because once you know the way to get somewhere it's not that bad to backtrack right. and it happens a lot quicker than when you're kind of poking at it gently yeah you know um, at least I found. He does
0: have a point though that like eventually the graphics do kind of fade into the background. Like the yeah. the, the biggest the biggest change over the course is the is the color palette. Honestly, um, that and the uh, the scale of the bosses that they present like those are always pretty novel. But um, that stops being a source of amazement. Although you get spikes of it when you sit down for the first time in a session and say, "Damn, this is pretty." But then it becomes yeah. then it becomes like what I see when I play like an Isaac, which is you know dots and blocks.
1: And that's and I think that's kind of just video games, though. Yep. Like, even a really good-looking game, like, it's rare that, like, I continuously... I'm just right. like, whoa! Yep. Like, and if that were the case, like... And individual areas can do that, and I think mm-hmm. that that might be part of what Chase is getting at, is that, like, there aren't, like, set-piece wows in this, mm-hmm. you know, so much. Um, like, you're never, like, in playing a Souls game, you're never newly wowed by just the quality of the graphics but you can be wowed by the design of an area yeah by what layout
0: by what it's showing you and this like the game probably probably suffers in that regard for somebody who wants that because because the dungeons are so are so utilitarian
1: yes i would agree with that for sure. Um, Dalton says via contact, I've always wanted to play 3D Dot Game Heroes, and now that I know it's uh, published by From, I might pick it up. I'm glad Sticky White Stuff makes another appearance. Even if it's just a funny little Easter egg, I'm sure there's uh, someone out there that has devised an in-depth theory uh, theory of how the kingdoms of Dotnia and Boletaria are one and the same.
0: Yeah. Now, Dotnia is Anor Londo.
1: Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. you can tell. Mm-hmm. It's really obvious now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, now, now that you see this MS-painted
1: yeah yeah <laughs> they see this conspiracy chart, yep now they see this post on reddit forward slash Dark Souls I'm convinced <laughs> yep yeah,
0: Yeah. yeah sticky white stuff check it out like you know I probably wouldn't have played this game if it wasn't for a show, just with the way that my gameplay shakes out yeah but, uh it is you know find any excuse you can, especially yeah, it's, if you yeah have affection.
1: And yeah, especially if you have, like, I can imagine this kind of not, when you, uh, or in the first episode, you said this was a remake of of Zelda for people who like Zelda. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't handle mm-hmm. old school, like, NES games, I could also see you not being into this. Like, the non-Souls, non-NES fan, mm-hmm. like, probably wouldn't dig this very much. Hmm. Like, the, the kids who grow up who are just like, I fucking love Skyward Sword. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, probably aren't going to like this that much, I don't mm-hmm. think. Because it is kind of inscrutable and difficult in a way that, like you require some patience. Yeah. So there's a little bit of like audio, like specific audience, I think.
0: Yeah. There's like a limited it, appeal.
1: Yep. Yeah. But the, I think that it's worth checking out to see if you like it no matter what, just mm-hmm. because it is so uniquely beautiful. Yeah. And it's
0: like 13 bucks.
1: No, oh, that, that's the other reason too. It's yeah. a cheap way to see something pretty. Yep. Which doesn't always happen. Right.
0: Um, Ed Billy Volmerhausen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let me repeat that. Ed Billy Volmerhausen. Yes, <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> he says, "I loved the game, a Zelda-like game that I could play as a cowboy penguin. If I want to, I'm in. I would love to see a sequel or spiritual successor, as it were. Uh, I think it would make a great handheld game.
1: Yeah, slap this b- bad boy on the Vita. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, that would look you know, and do do like a, like a remixed you know version, like a mm-hmm. a director's cut kind of kind of yeah. thing." That would be really great, and that would probably, in the wake of how popular Souls have gotten, then you can probably play Solaire. I'm sure. Yes, like there'd be a, there'd be a nice little included Solaire hero. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, the way things are going, it would probably go on the 3ds, which wouldn't be too bad, but that low resolution wouldn't wouldn't convey, I think.
1: No, but the 3D might be cool. Yeah, with that, like I don't I don't usually play games from start to finish with the 3D on. Mm-hmm. I usually will turn it on for a little while to check it out. Yeah, just and to then just turn it off. Yeah. But this would be—I could see this kind of working yep. in that in that fashion—and could really sell that illusion of it, mm-hmm. you know, looking down on a model town.
0: Yeah,
1: um, that'd be really neat. Um, Philip Kvars, Kvarnstorm. Farnstrom. Vonstrom. Kvarnstrom. Vonstrom. Kvarnstrom, Let us Philip know whoever we <laughs> It's it's a there's a the Q and a V. There's no U after the Q. It's difficult. Philip Kvarn, Philip says uh, from Facebook. I own the game and have only played it a little bit, but one of my favorite details is that one of the pre-made characters is the mech from Metal Wolf Chaos, another from software title in which you play as the president of the United States piloting your mech in a fight against the corrupt vice president. And uh, Metal Wolf Chaos is forever on my like list of games that I'm planning to emulate that mm-hmm. I wish I could actually just buy. Yep. Um, they did a speed run of it at one of the AGDQs, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking awesome.
0: One of our many... You know, seasons, if we're looking to kill some time, we should probably do like From Goes Nuts and just uh, do Metal Wolf Chaos and Ninja Blade. Oh, sure. Yeah.
1: Even even more than just From Goes Nuts, I think that, like, depending on how much time we have to kill between Bloodborne and uh, Dark Souls 3, um, we probably will do, like, another, like, a other From Games mm-hmm. software. Like, other than when we do, like, a spirit, like, we could probably do another season that was, like, Kingsfield 1 and Shadow Tower. Mm-hmm. Or, like, Shadow Tower and Ever or Eternal Ring, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be cool to do, like, an one-armored core game, one, like, mm-hmm. see what else this company is known for. Yeah. You know? And Metal Gear Chaos will be part, or Metal Wolf, yes <laughs> yeah. i will be part of that
0: this is a this is a complete aside i needed something to play for the level so i didn't just bring another phoenix right game mm-hmm. um so i popped in metal gear rising revengeance
1: dog. I've heard that's really good. it is yeah. so
0: good oh my god like yeah
1: it, I've, I've heard it's excellent
0: it is a platinum ass platinum game it's basically bayonetta except you are fighting a metal gear ray and cutting it in half i just i i i, I didn't believe it until i saw it with my own eyes but dog <laughs> it's
1: <laughs> the uh i, I re- it's on my list of games i really want to play yeah so i it's 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 on it's on the short list mm-hmm. so to speak once i get kind of caught up with uh game homework speaking of which and this is an aside because mm-hmm. we can do asides and appendix episodes yeah. is uh did you is the evil within worth 20 bucks uh i bought it i haven't played it yet though okay cuz it's on sale right now and i'm like yeah. I'm interested in that but it got really mixed reviews and
0: yeah, uh, I want to
1: talk to somebody who actually played it.
0: Yeah, I ha- haven't played it yet again because of game homework. Um some of the changes we've made in the lineup might make it easier for me. I want to like what I want to do, I want to get a month ahead that way I have time to burn. Mm. <laughs> like yeah, other, otherwise like I just I can't I I I can't feel good playing an on assignment game.
1: Yeah. Um, That's a, it's it's a really specific problem that I also have. Yeah. That is <laughs> hard to be sympathetic about, but I understand regardless. Exactly. Not hard for me to be sympathetic. Yeah, but hard, hard for, for me. It's a podcast problem, right? Yeah.
0: So, but yeah, I like it. That, that is one of those ones. Like there was, this was an, like an inexplicably like fruitful year for triple A horror between yeah. that and, uh, and alien isolation. And I just haven't played either. I picked them both up yeah. on a sale when they were like ridiculously cheap. I would say, uh, even within probably is worth it just for curiosity, but that's with my priorities and also yeah. with my affection for resident evil four, which this is very much, uh, in the vein of,
1: yeah, and I love Resident Evil 4. Yeah. So the uh yeah, so I might I might end up picking that up. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Yeah, yeah. so I'll take us into just fun, which is actually related to what we just said. Um, You know, these are just a couple of mildly related things, because I saw this being a very slight appendix. Uh, Michael writes in via contact to give us a heads up, saying, I've been watching Salt and Sanctuary, but it wasn't until Vati posted this YouTube video that I realized how Souls-like it was. Any thoughts on this? I think a 2D Souls game sounds like a blast, and I love the idea that it will be on Vita and therefore portable.
1: Yeah, I I haven't watched this video in specifics. Mm-hmm. Um just because I kind of I learned about Salt and Sanctuary but I didn't want to get partly because of the problem we were just talking about like I didn't want to get a game boner for something that like <laughs> I felt like I wasn't going to be able to really play Mm -hmm. when it came out like i'm very much considering taking a year and like not playing anything new Mm -hmm. except for things that i you know except for bloodborne and then like project eternity and fucking tides of numenera because i already bought them (laughs) but like just taking a year and just like okay i need to catch up because i've I've been having a lot of panicky mortality feelings about my steam backlog and my media backlog in general Mm -hmm. uh, that are making me uncomfortable so that is the reason why i've not looked into this even though i did think like oh you know, the fact that Vadi's covering this means we can probably do it for the show at some point, and I'll probably like it.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I watched that video. Um, I had seen, like, maybe some glimpses of this on Joystick or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. This game was sweet. Like, I could yeah. totally see it being uh, fodder for the show. Um, uh, it's, it's beautiful. It is, a, it is an absolutely gorgeous game um, in a way that I didn't expect it to be. Uh, the, it's by the guys who did uh, Dishwasher Samurai, the Xbox Live Arcade game. I do not uh, know it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's another kind of, like, visually pleasing 2.5D sprite-based game. Um, and this very much does appear to have, uh, Dark Souls atmosphere and pacing.
1: Um, okay. So
0: I'm excited about it. There's no release date for it. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out when it, uh, when it, uh, is convenient for me.
1: For sure. Like I'm, I'm definitely interested in it. It may end up on the show. Um, but just, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to die before I get to do everything <laughs> <laughs> I want to do
0: yep. in life. Yeah. I've been, I've so. been having that, 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 panic about like, if only I didn't work.
1: Yeah. And, <laughs> Which... I, and I, I just, I go to school full time and, and, and don't work. Um, and i still have that panic it doesn't go away right. um, that panic will will rise to fill the space that is made for it yep it's, it's goldfish so, panic yep so just uh just look forward to that if you ever <laughs> achieve better work there's no such thing as work-life balance <laughs> nope <laughs> um you know you literally will never have like just you know mortality yeah it's just a thing um boy am i i went from like being young and not being scared of dying, and now I'm like a middle-aged man and I'm super scared of dying mm-hmm. in a way that kind of grosses me out in how generic it is. <laughs> like, it's the kind of thing that everyone says will happen to you, and then I was like, well, not me. And then it did, <laughs> and now I'm embarrassed. Yeah. But it's true. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just freaking... Like, every once in a while, like, I like stumbled across um, Archive.org, mm-hmm. and I was looking through all those DOS games. I was like, man, there's a lot of DOS games look pretty cool. And then I found out that there's tons of old video game magazines and, like, yep. weird <laughs> D&D supplementals and stuff. And, then, <laughs> and I was like, how many fucking an alternate version of my life would be to like review every D and D module that ever came out. Mm-hmm. That would be a fun Tumblr project. That I don't have time for mm-hmm. another alternate version of my, I just keep thinking of like alternate long-term projects that I could mm-hmm. be doing that I also would like to do. Yeah. That I just can't. Yeah. Like I've like,
0: I, I've, I've parted out like what I would need to get per article for Hexcrank, which I desperately still want to do. Yeah. Like I just can't, I, like it doesn't fit yeah right like like. So, so if I like ran a patreon it have to be like a crazy number like a crazy amount of like money per article to make that viable from like a yeah. per hour cost it's just it's it's staggering
1: yeah and yeah, I, it's I like hard, man. And, I, and I've
0: been running into that because we just had a situation here in Cincinnati where a bridge fucking collapsed like no, right on just... top of a bunch of people like, yeah. you know, like, like, like like an overpass kind of thing so now whenever I drive under a fucking overpass I think is
1: this it is this the day am you I mean, not is gonna this... be able to finish revengeance yeah <laughs> Is this the day where God fucking stomps on me with concrete and rebar? Yeah. Yep. And and prevents me from from, 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 up, from doing my al- out if- my alone in the dark article. Come on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. It is. It is a. It is a thing. Um, it is a real terror that I have uh, constantly. that I should probably like talk to a therapist about or something because it's it, it borders on paralyzing sometimes. Where like I know that there's all this stuff I could be doing. However, the path of least resistance is to put on a YouTube and go through my thousandth Isaac run, <laughs> you know, and just uh, ends up just sucking away my life. Yeah. So uh, before this gets too depressing, uh, <laughs> wrapping up this appropriately named just fun in section, <laughs> uh, some more fun in uh, Sean says, by contact, my um, wholeheartedly align with your views on anime. Thank you. Um, as a result, I just listened to your episodes. About like berserk, it's something defil- admirable. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Well, oh, we're closed off to a whole medium. Thank you. Um, as a result, I just, and part of the anime thing, man, not to not get on this, but like, Jesus Christ, who has time? Like, I want to watch Justified. I don't have time to get into animes. Like, yeah. there are a lot of, there's no there's no way. Um, anyway. He continues. As a result, I just listened to your episodes about Berserk to fill a podcast listening void. The images and concepts are interesting, but what really interested me is actually a tangential discussion that came up during those episodes. What books, uh, book series, slash film, slash whatever do you guys like that you do recommend to a Souls fan? I just finished the Kingkiller Chronicles, and I'm going to try out the Dark co- Dark Tower. But I was curious about what books you might suggest to a fellow Souls fan. I know that it has no context for the normal show, but perhaps with the recent delay of Bloodborne, there might be an episode where this topic might be more appropriate. With this law between Dark Souls 2 and Bloodborne, I'm looking for media to fill the Souls void. Uh, if you were to venture a wild guest, what elements of Berserk might fit into the theme and setting of Bloodborne? Considering Miyazaki plays uh, homage to the series and the Souls games, is there anything in Berserk that you might think is suitable for the Bloodborne universe?
0: Let's answer that, answer that last one first.
1: Yeah, we'll break this down yeah. into, into a couple things. Yeah.
0: Um, so I think the the fact that Bloodborne is more explicitly horror-based is going to make it more uh, fertile of a ground uh, for him to kind of like crib, especially some of the imagery from that. Like I'm expecting yeah, to see some cataclysm re- stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm expecting to see some real, real horrific tableaus.
1: Yeah, and and really terrific or really uh, horrific monster terrific designs. Monsters, yes. Terrific, terrific, terrific demons. <laughs> golly, gee. Um, golly, gee, golly, ooh, golly. Um, yeah, I would like that. Um, as far as thematically too, like there's a weird, uh, Berserk is such a like a gritty Dark Ages mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like there's a lot of like. Really lived in mud villages mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, specifically, the arch, arc with the uh, the church, mm-hmm. where they're kind of going from town to town and are uh, oppressing these people. Like I can see that kind of peasantry, um, low fantasy, mm-hmm. kind of coming across in uh, Bloodborne, since it does seem to be like more focused on uh, on kind of more of a dun colored, you know, era of uh, of medieval history mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I, I could see that, and echoing what you say, like I think that uh, the fact that it's supposed to be scary will probably open a lot of doors.
0: As for other stuff that kind of mimics this, I can't really speak to that, honestly. Um, You know, I think that, you know, over the course of the series, we've kind of like trickled out a couple and there have been some listeners who have who have recommended some stuff. I mean, you're already going to check out the Dark Tower series, which is more similar to that in kind of the meta narrative and atmosphere of it. Um, But uh, but other than that, I can't think of something in a visual media that kind of evokes the same feeling.
1: Yeah, it's kind of difficult come with that because it, it hasn't i don't think it's happened that much and part of what the reason for that is and part of the reason why dark souls is my favorite game you know and and why it had such a huge impact and inspired us to do the show is because it's so singular mm-hmm. if that aesthetic and feeling was more common mm-hmm. i think that we wouldn't uh that wouldn't happen yeah. like i think that we wouldn't have been as awestruck by dark souls and we meaning me and cole and you guys and then also just the world at large um if it was something that you could find elsewhere easily mm-hmm. You know, if that makes sense. Like, even Berserk, which has a lot of similarities, um, tonally is, you know, mildly more hopeful, and there's exposition in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's dialogue. Like, people are talking to each other constantly, and there aren't, like, mysteries in it the same way there are in uh, in Dark Souls. Yeah. So that's probably the closest thing. I, I hate to give you a non-answer, but I don't really have something mm-hmm. um, for it. Um, there are some things that, like, kind of have some of the same feel uh, to them. Like, I, there's something... Um, the kind of uh, mix of like metaphor for physical monsters, um, I got a little bit of shade of that in the Babadook, um, mm-hmm. even though it's it's a little bit different. But there's a little bit of that metal textual stuff in that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for some reason, when I was reading the question, I s- kept thinking of Dark City. Oh, uh, yeah. The Matrix ripoff? Like, not a yeah, rip-off, the, uh, the concurrent. Oh, it's, it was... Yeah, not, not even really a ripoff. Like, <laughs> it's know. a it's, it's, it's way better movie. Like, Dark City is really good. Yep. Um, I kept thinking about Dark City, which is, again, just kind of, like, hopeless and nobody. There's a little bit of unreliable narrator, um, more in Dark Souls too, in the fact that people's memories are suspect mm-hmm. in that game. So they're kind of like doing something while you don't know why yeah. um, and being at the, at the mercy of things around you. But, again, it's not perfect. It's not very good right. as far as uh, uh, analog to Souls. Like, it's very good in its own right, but it's hard to mm-hmm. think of to being that similar yeah yeah sorry to not have a
0: yeah. a, a great answer for that yep. so let's uh, renew the call to the listeners if you have any recommendations those always find a place here so
1: yeah and it's, it's real cool like i always hear about like fantasy book series mm-hmm. that are that are similar and i like to hear about them but again <laughs> it's the anime see our earlier discussion about our <laughs> impending deaths uh that i just i don't know what, if and when i'll get to them right like so yeah um thanks everybody
0: if you have yeah. any thoughts about Shovel Knight, you can send those in at uh, duckfeed.tv slash contact.
1: Yeah. And and try not to make all the thoughts just like gushing superlatives and exclamation points, which is what I would do. Right. Um, <laughs> because it is so goddamn fucking amazing. Um, yeah. And if you have any thoughts about Lords of the Fallen, we can start taking those as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we're covering that and not just a one-off. That's going to be three episodes and an appendix. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're going to go into that a little bit more in depth.
0: Picture our coverage of Kingsfield 4. Yes yes indeed
1: and also go back uh, and listen to our coverage of Kingsfield 4 I like those episodes yeah I do too and uh, and I'm going to uh, on Saturday I'm going to the Portland Retro Gaming Expo Always does that trade show oh yeah um, halfway through I'm going to go try to finally cut down or hunt down uh, my copy of Kingsfield 1 Ooh. that I want to find in the wild rather than buying on eBay for a reasonable price <laughs> for some reason
0: yeah um,
1: you know man's gotta have a code <laughs> it's fun to find shit yep. like I like having having a hunting I like having prey <laughs> Gabriel I like having prey <laughs> Welcome to watch. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, thanks everybody, and uh, stay tuned for uh, some deleted scenes. Hello. Hello. Hey, bud. Yo, what up? What up, man? How's th- your dick hanging? <laughs> My dick hanging good. Hanging good. Yeah, yeah. Hanging ten, ten centimeters. <laughs> It's hanging dead. It's
0: the end of it's making that their uh, hand gesture. The doctor yeah. says I should be worried, but I'm like hell no. Nah. And
1: then I, I'm roll. like jerk off motion.
0: Yep, with my crazy third dick hand.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got five dicks on it's each bad. hand. I play piano like a fucking pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so- I'm just imagining the monster that we
0: created, just like looking in the mirror like it's a music video, and then like running his hand down it, except leaving like trails.
1: I'm imagining, uh, getting to the end of the movie and he's like holding the artifact and he and he's like, you know, I will take the heart of doom and plunge it into the the casket of unending winter. And then, uh, somebody's like, quick, I gotta think of something. And then the, the heroine of the, the story like unzips her blouse and he gets finger erections and has to drop the <laughs> the, the heart of doom but <laughs> it splatters against the ground because he can't do anything when he's when he's turned on yeah. his hands become like action figure oh man he's i'm getting G.I. Joe Mitz. i'm getting blue wrists yeah, like, purple tunnel is what they call that. I, I like the yeah. idea
0: of of you know kind of like whenever somebody's hanging dramatically from a cliff, like one finger goes and the other finger goes, yeah. him holding it, it's like, I like, uh, uh, think
1: about think about baseball, think about my mom, uh.
0: <laughs> my mother's mortality, my mother's mortality, dear,
1: we're all gonna die someday, we're all gonna die someday, <laughs> Bruce Valanche Bruce Valanche <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Man, we lead very different lives. Yeah, so the, uh, you, know, you don't think about Bruce Valanche to stop from getting boners? No, you know what? I don't think you know about what? Bruce Phalange yeah, yeah. at all. I was just thinking about how uh uh I so, so two things. One is I meant to say Harry Knowles. Okay. Two, um I don't actually try to suppress boners anymore. Like that was like a high school thing. But now if it's like if it's there, go for it. Yeah, like it's like it's just welcome.
0: Yeah, I just got so good at hiding them that I don't really care. Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, it's
1: Hello. like, whatever. Like, here it is. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, just like, yeah, whatever. It's, a, it's like it's being an adult. Like, you can eat when you want to, and you can also just get a boner whenever you want.
0: Wait a minute. No, Are you deal. telling me I don't have to carry this trapper keeper around anymore?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. It's all adult. Like, it's all, like, on the side, it says, like, Hill Street Blues and cereal and stuff.
0: <laughs> <You know>. <laughs> <laughs> it says,
1: you're my, my Barney Miller commemorative lunch bale. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, what do you mean they heat up the dr pepper oh it's a joke that (laughs) happened twice in that series
1: (laughs) that's your barney miller deep cut yeah that is quite the deep cut yeah it's deeper than i can i can cut (laughs) in general (laughs) sorry i'm sleepy it's been a long week it's all right you guys found a house yeah cool yeah, it's uh it's kinda of, it's kind of awesome. It's a real great little story. Like we were going back and forth between two houses. It's difficult because between the two of us we have six animals. Yep. Six. So uh <laughs> Let's count there, was, them. Six. there was a lady who would have us, and the apartment the house was big um, and relatively cheap, but there were all these kind of like red flag signs with her. Um, there were like two things that were downsides. One, um, it was kind of in a, like an unhip out of the way neighborhood, like just super residential. And like, I don't drive. Um, yeah. so it'd be like, you know, minimum to get somewhere to like, get to a restaurant or a coffee shop or something like that. It'd be like a 15, 20 minute walk, mm-hmm. which isn't that long, but like, I'm not, I'm not used to that. I'm a city boy. I don't mm-hmm. drive. Um, and then the landlady was like, like all kinds of red flags. Like she was like, yeah, you know, I, I, did I already tell you this? no no i don't okay. think so anyway um where she was like uh one like she had to get the, the house like up to code in all these different ways and she just kind of mm. hired her brother to do it so like both the times we didn't check out the house or is this, this like scummy carny looking dude like smoking uh. out back like and i was like that seems you know but i mean you know i'm not trying to be like classist or anything like that like just like mm, and then yeah. what what business do i have being classist? like i make <laughs> you know like dollars a year but the uh uh you know so I was just kind of like looking at that dude and just like ah, yeah I don't know. And then she was like yeah you know and uh, uh I was thinking about uh you know having you guys move in and then we'd finish remodeling the kitchen like while you're there we won't be a bother or anything and I'm like mm-hmm. that's you know that's very much the definition of a bother like <laughs> yep. spending a month remodeling our kitchen where we eat and prepare food and like yeah. our our house full of animals and stuff <laughs> just as we're trying to unpack and then she said like, well, you know how, like, cause it has this, it had this really insanely huge yard mm-hmm. and she's like, you know how people will sometimes like rent out a driveway or rent out like a, a backyard for like RVs and stuff. I was thinking about doing that, um, with this. And then like, it would have benefit you guys because the money would go back into the house. And I was no, like no nope, no nope, nope. Nope. That, that that double doesn't benefit us like triple doesn't benefit <laughs> yeah. us like one we lose the use of our yard three we got rand. two we got randos three like then it goes back into the house which means more disruption like mm-hmm. and then we we pushed back on that and she's like no I could see that your point but I was like this I don't like her very much mm-hmm. you know she was nice but I was just kind of like put off and then we went to a house that was kind of like batting outside of our like punching outside of our weight class like mm-hmm. it's a little nicer and more expensive than it was like at the top end of our range but I really like the house mm-hmm. and uh the lady was really really nice like sat down and and you know gave us uh coffee and stuff and talked to us for like an hour and she's like really cool mm-hmm. and uh and then she called because she was nervous about money because me and Elizabeth don't make very much money. And rather than being like – Elizabeth like, well, you know, she's kind of right. Like it is a little bit expensive. Maybe I can get my dad to like sign on as a, a guarantor or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, well, what if uh, – you know, like what if I drop the rent like 100 bucks? Which oh. like that doesn't, that doesn't happen. This is a super competitive <laughs> housing market in Brooklyn right, right yeah. now. Um, that's just crazy. Uh-huh. And it makes it like just literally a pittance more than the other place. But it is – like, twice as nice, and the landlady, like, could be my aunt. Like, she's amazing. Like, I was, yeah. like she's really, really nice. And then it's in, like, really desirable area. Oh. Like, you know, two blocks away from, like, all kinds of amazing shit. And, uh, yeah. Wow. So, it just kind of worked out in a <laughs> weird, like, just like, oh, okay. Like, we were going back and forth, and, like, it was me and Elizabeth are both on month-to-month leases, but hers ends in May. Right. So like she had a deadline and I didn't and I felt bad like I would have rather just waited for a third thing and she's like I got all these dogs like, I can't do it and then this yeah. lady is just like and when we were talking to her she was like uh, she was talking to her friends and and a bunch all of her friends were like no that's crazy don't rent to them but then she had one friend who was like her kind of like hippy dippy friend who was like yeah mm-hmm. you know but uh, you remember when you were young and like just kind of needed a break. Yeah, and stuff, and she and she decided to listen oh, to a nice friend. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, and then when she was talking to us, I got to a point where I was like, because she kept kind of like she kept bringing it up because she was kind of talking to herself through it. Mm-hmm. And then for a moment, I was like, this is getting a little condescending. Oh, <laughs> like just like a, a little bit like. Yeah, just like a little bit. Like this is definitely us benefiting from white liberal guilt. Mm-hmm. That's one hundred percent the case. However, it's not like we're living out of a box, right? Like I live in a place and pay my rent now, mm-hmm. and have since I was eighteen. You know, right. like it's not like I can't. You know, I don't. I don't yeah. actually need charity. It, you're like so, you're just on the margin. Like, yeah, 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 like yeah. I just don't. I just don't make very much money. Like, and this was even if she had not done that, I think we could have afforded it mm-hmm. just fine, or we wouldn't have like you know, applied for the apartment, like, we yeah. would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a little easier. Right. Now, you know, so it's it's definitely appreciated, but, like, and I was just kind of, like, letting her, like, it was for her to feel good. And I was letting her feel good, but it did get to the point where I got a little wrinkling. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, uh, I had to swallow my pride and choke on the rind.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> eventually. Well, well, hey, that's... Hey, all's well that ends well, I guess. That's that, yeah. that's wonderful. I mean, it, I'm really it's really
1: cool. Like, it's a I'm gonna set up my stuff, um, in the basement because mm-hmm. I need to separate roars. And like, I've got it kind of planned out for like, I'm pretty much gonna set up the same setup I have now mm-hmm. with the bookshelves kind of surrounding the recording space nice. for sound reasons. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be really great. It'll be a little disruptive for you know a week or so yeah. as I move and get set up, but uh, it's gonna be really great.
0: Well, yeah, I'm really happy for you. That's yeah, uh, thanks. That's gotta be a huge load off.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Like and it just sucked having well, it was mostly just because it was causing tension between me and Elizabeth. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't so much a stressor for me because I could just stay here and be fine. Yeah, yeah. But it was a, a stressor on on her and that the, there therefore in turn was a stressor on me. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, and it's just like a really ridiculously cute place. Like it's a mm-hmm. little house, but like it's real like it feels like even at the top rent that she was paying, she was kind of like it was a real bargain. Mm-hmm. Like just very very hip neighborhood, and then like there's like a chicken coop in back. If we would decide to become those kind of people, yeah. and then <laughs> <we> decide to <laughs> become that
0: kind of asshole,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We decide to become that kind of classic Portland, <laughs> right. you know, like we have hens. Yeah. Um, and then there's like I don't know. It just it's very nice. Mm-hmm. So well, well, that's great. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be super cool. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And then the move in date, the other place with the other lady who was not finished with renovating, like. <laughs> Was trying to get us to move a, in a lot sooner. Yeah. Oh, it,
0: it's gonna it's gonna be such a great benefit for you. Like, yeah. you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I, there are People who are gonna stay in your backyard. They're probably gonna yeah. jimmy the lock on your window, and I'm gonna <laughs> use the proceeds to uh, to build some equity on my house that you're renting from me.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I'm going to sell in like three years, or like whenever you leave, or whenever I decide to kick you out. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's
1: gonna be guys in t-shirts with pictures of cars on them at your house, <laughs> like knocking on your door at 8 a.m. Yep. Hope you're cool with that. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so this 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 lady is is way better. Yeah. I like her a lot. Awesome. So, yeah, it's very it's very good news.